Want to be a part of the conversation? Then let us know on the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's news talk, TNT Radio. This is Connecting the Dots with Matt Arrett on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. All right, welcome back to Connecting the Dots for the second hour, first segment, where I'm very, very happy to be joined by a good friend, Mel Kay, who needs no introduction. She's got the Mel Kay Show, obviously. Everybody should have watched that by now. If you haven't watched the Mel Kay Show, Mel Kay, I, I've been your guest many times. I'm really happy to have hey. you in my room now for the first time. Welcome. Yeah, this is so exciting. And, uh, you know, a lot of my favorite people are on TNT radio. They couldn't have gotten more lucky than to have you. One of my favorite guests for over, I think, three years we've been doing shows. And uh, I am honored to be on your show now. Well, you know, and I'm honored to have you on. And Mel, you, you've you been not only a, a voice of truth that's been very consistent, but you've also been, you put yourself out there. I, I've, I've listened to your speeches in front of huge audiences trying to rally and fo- help the people focus on their history, on the mission. There's a lot of misinformation floating around that's designed to confuse people, set them off the trail, get them to uh, to break up their their power of thinking. Um, right. We see a lot of a lot of it, um, but you've been very good, very consistent, and I really appreciate your work and your courage. Right now, what, you, we're talking. We're going to talk a little bit today about the battlefront in America, the, the the fight to save America. As I believe that the United States if, is one of the most important uh, points of resistance to the the new world order i think it's been like that for 250 years as a as a a moral bastion potentially although it's abrogated its moral responsibilities on too many occasions but it has that principle that we've never seen in human history before 1776 emerge which other nations everybody can capture and act upon that that natural law which i think the british have been afraid of the british empire past and present active living so what do you think that people need to to understand right now about the current battlefront? We're, le- we're leading up into an election. There's a lot coming out about January 6th, all sorts of things. What's your take? Um, well, first and foremost, I think we also have to really remember, and it's my, my contention, that the coup against the United States from uh, the deep state or whatever you want to call them, the globalist billionaire oligarchy that, you know, seems to have their tentacles in many, many nations that appear to be free on the surface, but are truly, in my opinion, captured by this multinational uh, public-private partnership and this banking, international banking cartel that have, you know, they, they have the military industrial complex and big pharma and all this stuff. And, uh, and at the end of the day, the American people have very little, if no say, about what's happening in this nation. But that started to me uh, with the murder of JFK and then the uh, fraudulent throwing of the Warren report at us and telling us, just shut up. This is what happened and you're going to deal with it. And I believe that our country has been one cover up, one blackmail, one uh, criminal enterprise, one after another with a lot of money laundering and a lot of background deals and a lot of selling us out to the globalist multinational uh, syndicate uh, since. So for us to really understand what's going on now, you have to understand that the the intel uh, operations, the intel agencies, uh, along with the Department of Justice and, and many other players, a kind of clandestine above them, the senior executive service, which is what I call the dictatorship by bureaucracy that's going on here has taken away the rights of the people. Everything that our founders fought for, what they what they believed in uh, has been usurped. And you and I know that on many levels. But what I'm finding right now is that the same exact people that were involved in the uh, Russia hoax, the uh, Russia gate stuff, the Mueller investigation, both fraudulent 
um, impeachments of Donald Trump, which basically kneecapped him from doing a lot of the things he could have and should have been able to do while he was in office his first term, are actually behind the lawfare and a lot of the uh, election uh, apparatus that is in place for stealing the elections now. And they're, they're coming out of different agencies that have no oversight. Apparently, not just the Patriot Act, which is the most unconstitutional thing ever done in my nation, but the second thing was, um, under Obama, a lot of things were put in with the DOJ and, and the DNS in the DOJ, which was an intel agency separate from the other ones, and many different levels of Intel, Home, Department of Homeland Security, all of this stuff that really uh, circumvented a lot of the uh, checks and balances that were actually intended to make this country function. And they're all pretty much gone. So if people don't understand that the whole thing is a uh, basically protection racket against those who have committed crimes within our government against we the people. It's very hard to understand what is happening to Donald Trump right now or our country or the elections, because frankly, it's the same money, the same NGOs, the same oligarch billionaire wing of the American oligarch globalist billionaire network. And they fund all these NGOs, they fund Brookings and, and Atlantic Council and all these groups. And when you look at everything they're doing, not only are they persecuting Donald Trump and making sure that nobody can vote for him, they also are doing making sure nobody can vote for RFK Jr. at the same time. They're also making sure that we are some kind of phony, uh, this whole defending democracy. Every time you see democracy in anything, it means their democracy, the ones that they own and bought and paid for, not, not the country, not the people, not the majority. And so what I'm finding as I dig into these people and the apparatus is they don't want anyone in America to have a vote. It's not about right and left. They, they honestly, I believe at this point they have the AI and everything so set up and they've gone into bed with Intel Pro and everything to just kind of control the country as a totalitarian uh, situation. And most American citizens, unfortunately, know something's very wrong. They just are pointing at the wrong thing uh, by design. No, very well said. And I, I mean, I, I think, well, there, there's a lot of things you've just brought up there that I, I want to uh, scratch at. But the um, there's obviously an immense amount of vote fraud the first time around. We've, we've had vote fraud for a long time. Let's just be honest. It, it's been going on for with the Diebold machines back in the early 2000s. But there's exactly. this obviously went out of control in 2020. Um, do you think that obviously Trump is the, the frontline contender, even states like New Hampshire, that you're allowed to vote, you know, as a Democrat for in a Republican primary? Um, even there, Trump is still sweeping uh, completely. The uh, all of the swing states have, uh, in all surveys, have have pointed out that they that they would swing massively for Trump. So, from all objective points of view, he would win yeah. easily the presidency. Do you think that there is enough information um, about the the nature of the and scope of the fraud of twenty twenty such that? this could feasibly not happen, or could we get around this being done again in 2024? I'm glad you're asking that because yes, there are things we can do, but we, the people have to individually take responsibility for this country and realize that as a citizen of the United States, this should affect you personally, because it's not just the Republican votes that aren't counting or the independent votes that aren't counting. The Democrat votes aren't counting either right now. This is a total situation where it's a it's a takeover under the guise. This is Democracy Alliance or or any of the Obama get out the vote. Stacey Abrams get out to vote thing. Uh, the one that Norm Eisen, the color revolution uh, king, uh, he has a whole thing now. He's also above the, the Jack Smith trial, all kinds of things they're doing there. But what we have to understand is that the whole goal is to make none of our votes count. 
And if the people actually understood that all of these, um, you know, lawsuits and all the all the states, first of all, everything for that was put in for the pandemic should have been rolled back already. And that it hasn't been in every single county locally done by people in those counties is a travesty. And it's a, a shirking of responsibility for what uh, your part is, what 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 the founders believe that you would too stand up for, which is a uh, violation of all kinds of things under the guise of the pandemic. Uh, we know a lot about that now, but everyone should have been fighting to roll those back. And in many states, not only did they not roll them back, but the captured election uh, officials that are also, you know, funded and controlled by this globalist organization that would like America to no longer exist as the nation state it is, um, they have gone to court and they've made sure that they're permanent in many areas. There's no excuse for that. There's no reason for that. And people should be fighting that. Bigger on top of that is we know um, Molly Ball wrote an article in Time magazine that everyone should go revisit now. It's about uh, how the 2020 election was saved. Uh, I, I forget the exact title, but people can just put in Molly Ball 2020 election. What they do in there is they admit that a public-private partnership of NGOs, union executives, operatives, and of course, Norm Eisen will always be in there. The ethics czar under Obama and the uh, the uh, wrote two books. The the pr prosecutor in the uh, in the Ukraine impeachment case, uh, many things to know about Norm Eisen and his color revolution he's running in America. But if you go read through that article, they bring up several groups, okay? And all of these groups are supposedly for marginalized voters to get out to vote. In America, if you want to vote right now, you can vote. There is no uh, one way about it. They're trying to convince people that don't vote uh, that they can vote or actually find out that they're not going to vote and vote for them. Uh, there's many ways they're doing that. They also have auto uh, registration because now in many states they're allowing uh, illegals to get driver's license. Well, in America, in many states, and especially those states, you're immediately asked if you want to uh, register to vote. It's not asking you if you're a citizen. You're now allowed to get it. So it's all this stuff happening. But if you go through that Molly Ball article specifically and you cross-reference and take it personally, you should be looking at what those groups are doing right now. If you right. like, like the civic and tech life group of the um, Zuckerbergs that they put in $400 million. They did a lot of the drop boxes, a lot of the ballot harvesting training, all of that. Well, they were banned in 20 States. Well, guess what? They rebranded as something called the uh, United States center for excellence in elections. You know, so so you have to understand that they're all it's all the same players. It's Arabella Partners and all their pass throughs, New Venture Fund, Democracy Alliance. But again, on the same level, um, there's also many other groups that have come out over time, get out the vote groups and and, you know, Vote America and and forward fast forward. There's so many groups, but they're all funded by the same people. And that's really where you start. And once you get there, you realize that the only way that they're getting funding, because a lot of them, these NGOs should get no money from the U.S. taxpayer, not in grants, not in money, not nothing. But these NGOs that run all these operations, if you really do look, one of the ways that they get away with it is they say that it's bipartisan, right? So all these groups are bipartisan, supposedly. Well, they're not. They're, they're funded entirely by the globalists that want America to be done. 
So yeah. then people that are voting for RFK Jr. or for Trump and know that they are should be going to their events, should be going to their meetings. If it's bipartisan, go find out what they're doing. Let people around you know, like this group is funded by the Open Society or Omidar or Hansberg yeah. Weiss or any of these other groups, Tides, whatever. And they claim to be, you know, bipartisan. They're really about getting everyone to vote, voter access, all this nonsense, Re really... If you read some of their information, there's the, half their pages are about being so excited that the non-Hispanic white population will be the minority in five years. I mean, if you go on their sites, that's what I say. Just go cross-reference the Molly Ball article. There was also an NBC article not too long ago that referenced a woman named Mary McCord that was involved in all the FISA stuff. Again, it is the Crossfire Hurricane uh, Robert Mueller team of lawfare, uh, you know, Poison Ivy League trained lawyers that are working above the DOJ and above all the voting, get out the vote groups and all of this democracy, protecting democracy nonsense that are orchestrating all of this. And you know why, Matt, above all else is they don't want Trump to get in there because they committed sedition and treason in 2016 and 2017. And everyone knows that the Durham report proved it. The Mueller report was a fraud. We have so much evidence. So these guys are willing to set America on fire and have us all fight each other to protect themselves above all else and the whole Obama team that has been involved in this entire thing up to this day. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Molly Ball is the official biographer of Nancy Pelosi as well. I, on top of, like, <laughs> and it's interesting too that Nancy Pelosi has and her daughter uh, just you know have gone viral due to uh, certain footage that has been circulating yeah. all over social media lately of. Um, her basically the, the daughter having a lot of control over what footage was being taken on January 6th and even negotiating and talking and planning out gaming out with some of the, the participants uh, within within, um, you know, certain corridors, uh, how January 6th was was going to first unfold, how it did unfold and how we were going to reframe it to make something that was a nothing burger appear as though it was going to be something scary, uh, an insurrection against the Capitol. And uh, you've got all of these things, right, where it's not just. The, this whole Pelosi machinery, this thing that uses Pelosi as this demented, uh, right. whatever she is, I don't even know how to, how to qualify her, but yeah. you've, you've got people who are like the former president of ABC News, uh, who have yeah. been part of a PBS documentary as well, admitting that it was a giant PR hoax. Nothing was real. So is that going to change anything? All of this stuff, it, this is all public. Is is this having any influence in changing people's perception or at least getting people who are in prison unlawfully out of prison or getting them some justice? They're, they're not we gonna got get a, any about justice, a minute and a half. Honestly. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're not going to get any justice, honestly, until uh, Donald Trump or somebody else gets into office. But the truth is that it was a setup because what they didn't want was for we, the people of the United States, to ever be able to question the government and mass. So right now we should all be marching against these these wars. But people are scared of that. People are scared of this. Well, January 6th, I think, endgame was to get away with crimes and have the American people be too scared and unable to do what we're allowed to do per the, per the Constitution and uh, protest a, a tyrannical government. And um, they knew that they also needed an insurrection so that they could say that Donald Trump created an insurrection. There's so much coming out, the pipe bomber information. Uh, Darren Beatty's been doing great stuff on that. I had on uh, Kyle Serafin, who was on the task force. They just decided to stop looking for a bomber. You know, like, forget it, whatever, where, where like the hunt for the Unabomber was years in the making and teams all over the world, you know, so it's just it, none of it makes sense. It was a setup. And like you said, Pelosi's daughter was filming on the 5th 
started filming her documentary on January 5th in the streets. People saw them. So it was a it was a production. And again, like you brought up Hollywood, people don't realize Jeffrey Katzenberg, if people don't know who that is, he used to run Disney, is actually the the underlying um, uh, campaign manager for uh, the wag the, the wag the dog campaign we're going to see over the next year unfold for Joe Biden until they have to pop him out. But, you know, we have to realize uh, the propaganda is deep. It's cognitive warfare. It's military grade. And we have a country that is either half asleep and thinks it's just another election cycle, not realizing 2024 is is the goal uh, for the global governance to kick in. And either you're going to be an American citizen after that or you're going to be a part of a globalist cog in a wheel that is um, meant to undermine, uh, you know, nation states worldwide, including the United States. So people have to start to realize the whys behind that, the, the, what they're seeing. Why? What, the why question should always be the first one. Why and who's paying for it? Telling it like it is, Mel Kay. All right, we're going to come back and continue this after a short break on TNCRadio.live. TNT. Sonia Poulton. You feel the need to describe yourself along with being a useless eater, free speech isn't a phobia, as a male with a penis. Why would you feel the need to describe yourself as such? Well, you never know these days, do you? Anyone can have a penis, apparently, so just thought you better make sure everybody knows. And that, and that is the reality, isn't it? Words have lost all meaning. And one of the things that I wanted you to come on and come and join me about and comment about is the whole issue of gender and transgenderism. Are you cis, Jack? No, there's no such thing. There was, there was literally no such thing until a couple of years ago. And it's, it's their religion, it's not mine. And I refuse to get involved with this sort of terminology. It's ridiculous. Sonia Poulton on today's News Talk TNT. A better business tip from TNT Radio. The benefits of advertising on today's news talk, TNT Radio, should be clear to businesses of any shape or size. It can be accessed anywhere, anytime, by anybody, and is the perfect way to build brand awareness and stimulate digital activity. If you'd like more information about advertising on TNT Radio, simply fill out your details on our contact page and we'll be in touch. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio. I do a lot of streaming radio. I do a lot of free streaming. TNTradio.live. All right, we're back with the second segment of the second hour with Mel Kay. Um, I, I really was thinking a lot, Mel, about what you just said. And, and you know, there's so many different points of uh, disruption that arsonists could easily light the game on fire if they see that they're not winning. And certainly... Um, they're, they're, on a variety of points, there, there, there are a lot of good potentials that have emerged um right now florida just announced that they're sending 1000 national guardsmen to help texas fortify the border there's a big fight obviously this has been an issue for a long time obviously we have the soros apparatus that's wanted to use complete you know total immigration policies to uh to undermine the nation state and the national fabric that whether in europe canada the u.s wherever it's a it's it's a it's part of the program but I'm a little bit suspicious when I see that that 10 former high-level FBI agents, many of whom were assistant directors, four of whom were appointed by Robert Mueller, uh, some of them oversaw 9-11, are the ones being championed, writing public letters saying that we have we have intelligence that terrorists have been coming in. And, and, and when I see that that's being used as a spark plug to trigger what could be feasibly something that spins completely out of control right before 10 months before the elections why yeah. now why now is this being done and is there a p possibly in your take a, a foreign manipulation am i being too paranoid here or 
Yeah. Well, first and foremost, I don't think we need foreign manipulation because what we have in our country is a bunch of people who got away with sedition and treason in 2016 through 2019 and know that. And they are running everything right now. Again, like I said, there's Norm Eisen's out there with his new uh, Predict Democracy. He put out a whole memo and this is and he's above the DOJ. Believe me, Weissman, who ran the Mueller investigation, Eisen, who was, uh, you know, the, the impeached Trump guy from day one, from before that, all also Obama's ethics are. They, they put out a, a warning, a democracy crisis in the making document by States United Democracy Center, Protect Democracy and Law Forward, along with Weissman putting out things from a uh, new outfit similar. It looks like Atlanta Council type outfit called Just Security. And basically, it's the same exact people that all committed all those crimes under Trump and spied on Trump and Cash and everyone else and went after all the lawyers and, and everything that they've done. What they're doing now is they're they're put using like we talked about on my show with you is is they they've redefined what democracy means. Democracy they've convinced the people that follow them is freedom or has something to do with freedom, which it doesn't, and we're not a democracy. But what they are doing is they're panicking and and they're panicking and they've put a lot of apparatus in place for track and trace surveillance through DHS, through turning this whole thing into that domestic terrorists are the biggest problem. We had Amy Pope, who worked for um, Obama and then uh, was all involved with the national security and all the apparatuses. Now, she's the woman at the U.N. that's working with Mayorkas at the border, a, a real Obama insider. And they're all saying that uh, we shouldn't worry about the people coming into the country. The worst problem is the domestic terrorists inside the country. So what I really think that they want is is some way to either call a um, a uh, martial law type thing or to uh, and, and the danger is that a lot of people and Matt, not you and I've talked about this on my show, too. A lot of people are pushing for the national divorce or breaking up the union. They should go read George Washington's uh, farewell address as to why we should never let that happen. And of course, he also said we should never be involved in foreign politics and foreign nations, nor should we allow any foreign nations involved in our politics. But all you have to do is go to Lobby Row on K Street and find out why we're in so many wars. But at the same time, you know, the truth is that these people are desperate. They'll do anything necessary. Uh, but I think the good news about all of that is that so many things are going on at one time. And it's kind of uh, their whole smokescreen uh, is being, uh, you know, wiped away. And most people, no matter whether it's the black community that are being the most affected by the illegal immigration and the shipping them into inner cities, the legal immigrant community that are watching what's happening in their area, there, there's many different people. And then, of course, now we're going, they're dropping bombs in Iran, you know, without, it's just, we have to understand this is not the United States that any of us want. And I think that the more they do, the more they're going to unite people, the more that they're going to have people from different camps get together. And I think that's really happening. But um, whatever they're doing, they would like us to have a civil internal war that's very violent. And my my feeling from day one, because I know who they work for, is uh, Blinken and Sullivan, Newland, Biden, the whole that whole crew that works for Obama and, and, and company and the globalists that that pay them all. Um, they want the UN to step in, I think, in America. I think they want a situation like, you know, responsibility to protect uh, so that they can c come in yeah. and decide what to do. If they do that, they're going to get what they want. You know, there's not the American people down at the end of the day in our DNA. We don't like bullies. So if they try to pull. But I, I'm telling you, I've seen them and Samantha Power running the money around the world with USAID. That's the thing that happened with Somalia and uh and Ilhan Omar, then I look and I say, well, how much money is is, is a, a Somalia getting? Well, Samantha Power gave him $1.2 billion in 2022. So now 
course she's empowered because she's she's the point person there. So what I'm saying is that they have very little time left to uh, make sure that they do not lose power, because honestly, again, I need people to really understand them losing power, especially if they try to take away President Trump's immunity, even though there still is no case against him with immunity or not. But even if they do that, their loss of power is about they're they're going to jail a lot of them as far as I'm concerned. That's why I don't care who Trump picks for VP at the moment. I do care who he picks for attorney general because we already know uh, and we don't need to send everyone. We shouldn't waste all our time. We have a lot of rebuilding to do, especially in our foreign relationships. But uh, we really do need to have the Mueller team and the Crossfire Hurricane team tried and put in prison. And uh, until we do, they are running the intel agency and they are running the domestic terrorist operation that is completely fraudulent and meant to make us uh, fight each other when really the enemy is very clear and it's not your neighbor or or Democrat or Republican. It's actually this uh, supranational group that's running our uh, Department of Justice and our intel system. Hey, look, Kamala Harris, I, I listened to her and she said that if Trump wins, he's going to weaponize the justice system. That'll be the first time that this ever happens. And that's why right. we have to stop Trump, because he would weaponize this this beautiful constitutional democracy. Um, yeah, it's a joke to hear these people projecting what they're already doing, right? Um, saying that he's going to yeah. put people in jail un- unjustly. And it's like, no, you you guys are it's Freudian projection. You're doing all of this yourselves. And you're just imposing yeah. that onto onto your enemies, saying that yeah, Putin wants to take over Europe, and that's why that's why it's so great that we just sacrificed five hundred thousand Ukrainian lives to save the world from Putin, which nobody ever proved that he ever wanted to do that. We just said he so because we kind of want to do and that. Why- why would he? Uh, everything backfired. Russia's doing better than ever financially. Uh, you know, they have all these strategic alliances that are, are popping off, especially with the BRICS situation. And at the end of the day, why does he want to go in and save these countries that stupidly join the EU? You know, that's all that would happen is that he would pull them out of the, the nightmare that is uh, and always was meant to be the totally captured nations within the EU. So it's like, you know what? If I, you know, if you look at it, what benefit does it have for him? He doesn't want to be a a tyrant. He likes his houses and his money. He would like to just uh, run Russia and and have them be the empire that he wants them to be, you know. Uh, And again, Matt, we we talk about it a lot. We have to remind everyone when we talk when I talk about the fourth um, fourth Reich or the global uh, billionaire oligarchy and their international banking cartel partners. They're of all nations. A lot of the people that are benefiting off of the war in Ukraine have one foot in Ukraine and one foot in Russia already. These are oligarchs that are invested in both nations that are really profiting. You know, uh, the UN at the big uh, at the big Pan Am uh, spectacular that they had in Midtown Manhattan when they celebrated halfway to Agenda 2030. They pulled up the Clinton Global Initiative. Scary enough, we have Podesta now out there as the as the climate czar. That's all about the election. But um, so they had the Clinton Global Initiative, BlackRock, you know, IMF, the UN all cheering on uh, this halfway to Agenda 2030. And they slip in at halfway point that they're going to all help rebuild Ukraine to the tune of six hundred billion dollars. You know, it's like if people don't understand that they um, that this Ukraine thing was a giant, uh, you know, just money laundering, great, great reset, fourth industrial revolution operation like all the other ones. Then, you know, I don't know what to tell them. But again, follow the money with all of it. Um, new information has come out about Biden and and Kolomoisky and the other people, Burisma, 
They're not allowing those calls to be released. Um, and again, everyone can remember we had a fraudulent uh, impeachment, Norm Eisen, of Donald Trump for a very uh, what a president should do, make a phone call to another president about a former administration being compromised in the nation of Ukraine. And instead of people actually saying, well, what happened there? Uh, they just went hook, line and sinker. The minute Biden comes in, they have, they have Zelensky, the actor, run as a as a mediator to make Russia and Ukraine friends again. The minute Biden comes in, where are we? We're in war with Ukraine, uh, with Ukraine and Russia. And, and the whole story has been manipulated. And now Iran and you and I both know they want to go. They want to start the Taiwan rhetoric. This is the same people being for both sides of all of this. They're all on the same team. They have no allegiance to any nation, any flag, any religion, any people. They are literally in it for power, for power's sake. Like if you look in 1984 and look at the quote about what the state tells him uh, thereafter, it's power for power's sake, period. And and that's where we are. These people will not lose power and losing power for them is is a, the stakes are very high. It's not going to be good. And and talking French Revolution uh, lately all over, I'm seeing it pop out. You and I have talked about it before. But there's a lot of that feeling going on, especially in America. Yeah, I mean, you see some of the the, the video footage uh, this week all across Europe as well. I mean, there. Oh, yeah. there there's that was a weird thing. All sorry, there's a weird little glitch in the, uh, no, I saw the system. It. Yeah. Um, now, all across Europe, you've got tra- farmers in the hundreds of thousands in Germany and in Belgium surrounding the European Parliament, uh, dumping, you know, uh, uh, fertilizer sure, on like- the steps of their, their government buildings, while you have at the same time Ursula van der Leyen um, celebrating how this is the greatest day for Europe because they got a 50 billion euro agreement to pour more money into Ukraine. Um, and the de- the detachment mentally, right, of the elites or the self-professed elites yeah. and the people, it's it's so explicit. Or Macron going around in these S- Swedish galas, you know, I hobnobbing am. it with royalty while his people, France is on fire. I mean, it's I literally, like you said, French revolutionary stuff here that we're living through and people don't quite, because the mass media doesn't cover it. You wouldn't right. know unless you're like following Milk A or you're following TNT Radio, but you wouldn't really know that this is going on. Yeah. And that's so sad, too, because this you and I both know the color revolution, the divide and conquer model. But America has been, I think, the last to wake up to this situation. And uh, because mainly the media is totally complicit. But if you look at MSNBC, almost everyone on there, Weissman has a show. He's the architect of a lot of this, including the Jack Smith cases, uh, you know, and, uh, and you got Al Sharpton as a show, Nicole Wallace, who worked for the Bushes, you know, Zeke, Mika Brzezinski is Zeg Brzezinski's daughter is the is the unbiased voice of morning news on MSNBC. You know, CNN's even worse, but I don't even think anyone watches that garbage anymore. But it goes all the way to all the all the networks and all the news and all of that. It's all controlled, you know, by the same people. Also, don't forget uh, Google, Facebook and uh, uh, Twitter and all of them, they're in in bed with DHS and with the intel agencies 100%. So now when you, and along with the UN, the public-private partnership of the WEF and the UN, so when you're looking up anything, trying to do your own research now, the first five, six pages are all uh, approved media, you know? And yeah. so it's very, if you weren't into, if you don't know what's going on now, uh, you're not, it's really difficult. And I, I really do wish that Rumble was doing major, major, uh, putting a lot of money into big, big ads. Cause I still go around the country. Cause you know, when I got kicked off of uh, YouTube three years ago, I didn't, I, I vowed not to go back. I just said, I'm not going to censor myself. I, I, I hated them for just shutting me down one day and erasing all my videos. So I went to Rumble early, but there's too many people in the country that don't even know Rumble exists. 
honestly, I got, I've been in 30 states. I've sat down to more people that never heard of it than have. And, um, and then there's TNT radio out there. We just all really have to push all these sources of, um, information and you do shows on many, many channels. It's if people don't know they exist, they don't know what's going on, but everyone knows something's wrong. I think most people in their hearts know the media is lying to them. They're not sure why, but I honestly, I, I cannot not look at it as the analogy of Hunger Games and that these people really look at, you know, the galas in Pan Am and, and all the people that watch the Patriot, uh, 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 what are they called? Tribute parades and all these sick things where they, they uh, you know, are over the wards. And I think these people, like all the way back to House at uh, Council of Foreign Relations, they believe that they are the super class and that they are above all of our people. They they already bought and paid for all of our politicians from top to bottom, fully captured politicians. We have a fourth branch of the government with no oversight that is doing domestic surveillance. You know, I, I'm sure you remember, but skipping uh, the right protocols, Jack Smith went and got... Um, millions of people's IP addresses and uh, backend information for anyone that liked or retweeted Donald Trump's tweets uh, between, right. I think, July, June, January 19th and 22nd, which was when everyone was getting ready to go. So that's everyone that voted for Trump basically is now being surveilled. And and again, yep. this is not has no oversight. So what are we, we are not the American people need to wake up because this is not a 2024 election between Republican, Democrat, right and left. And anyone that still thinks that is completely in the dark. It is seriously about shall we remain a, a nation state built on freedom, Constitution, Bill of Rights and auto determination? Or are we going to become a cog in the globalist wheel of Agenda 2030? And, and that is what that is what owns the other side. Yeah, no, I, and I, I love your the fact that you have a sensitivity to the historical fight, uh, which a lot of people, they, they lack that. And so they they have a lot of blind spots about what is at the heart of our problems, which it's partially, as Shakespeare said, you know, the fault is not is simply in our stars, but in ourselves that we are underlings. And yes. our enemies, the enemies of freedom, have capitalized on finding people's weaknesses as, culturally to bring about our own worst selves so that we can't we can't self-govern because if we're not sovereign people, with our reason and our conscience animating our hearts, working together, if we don't have that, then we can't really be called sovereign. If you don't have sovereign individuals, you don't have a sovereign nation. There, there's no ability to have any type of uh, sustainable democracy that can maintain itself for more than two seconds without being usurped by by people who could you know, use the art of rhetoric or sophistry. But what you've just said yeah. um, as well is, is very important because the, though you might be uh, dismissed as a conspiracy theorist. The fact is, conspiracy theorists have moved history. The American founding fathers would not have been yeah. effective had they not believed in conspiracies for the bad and engaged in conspiracies for the good. And if we right. lose sense of that, we don't have that. And we know that that Tedros just gave a speech um, yeah. saying how uh, they're behind schedule. They're the May May twenty uh, twenty four deadline to achieve a pandemic treaty doesn't look like it's going to happen as it was planned because of the problem of conspiracy theorists. We saw it in Davos as well as that was one of the themes is dealing with the problem of conspiracy theories and misinformation, disinformation, which is how they're labeling, labeling it all now is if they don't do that. Um, right. But it's powerful. Like we, this actually, the, the, there is something within the society which has uh, invoked fear in the hearts of these oligarchs, which gives me oh, yeah. a lot of hope. And, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, despite all of the, for sure, they're panicking, they're totally <laughs> panicking. So we're going to, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah. Listen to a couple of radio, uh, uh, commercials and then we're going to come back and finish this, uh, this show with Mel K on TNT radio dot live.
De-weaponizing weather with reality and perspective. I really don't understand how this trial between Michael Mann and Mark Stein is continuing. And I don't know if Dr. Mann wanted to put his hockey stick on trial. There are so many holes in his argument. It is hard to believe. I don't even understand how people could have let that out without questioning it. And I've talked about this before. One of the biggest problems I have is he won't let anyone look at his data, at least no one that is skeptical of his data. And that should raise red flags. Now I've talked about this many, many times. You can go and look at what the global temperature does. When it's warm in the eastern and central part of the United States and warm across Europe, usually the global temperature is elevated. Now, when it's cold in those areas, believe it or not, the global temperature is actually colder. The problem with this whole hockey stick and the recreation of temperatures from pine cones is the areas he looks at and draws his ideas from are usually cold when the earth is warm. So he would not be able to detect that. He would not know that because he's not a meteorologist. If he was a meteorologist, would he know it? Of course he'd know it because we talk about this all the time. They're called teleconnections. So if I were in there talking about this, I'd be asking, where is your meteorology background and are you aware of this going on? But in any case, this whole hockey stick idea of temperature recreation looks to be more of a hokey stick to a lot of us out there. And the first red flag is you wouldn't let anyone look at your data. This is TNT climate and weather watchdog meteorologist Joe Bastardi asking you to enjoy the weather. It's the only weather you've got. Hi, I'm Susan Lucci. I never thought about heart disease until I had my own heart event. I had a 90% blockage in my main artery and a 75% blockage in the adjacent artery. I received two stents in my arteries, stents developed through research funded by the American Heart Association. Those stents saved my life. Learn more about the American Heart Association's life-saving work at helpheart.org. You're listening to Connecting the Dots with Matt Arendt on today's News Talk Radio. TNT. TNT. All right, we're back with Connecting the Dots for the third segment of the second hour with Mel Kay. And we've been going through a giant kaleidoscope overview of uh, manipulation, foreign and domestic, of intelligence agencies, psyops inside of America, um, across Europe, the resistance uh, to this type of depopulation agenda, which is definitely something that is very alive, maybe confused, but very alive, very important, and it does keep oligarchs up at night. So thank God, and we have to really hone that um, that healthier resistance that doesn't want to go for a mass collective suicide on some altar of Gaia. But that being said, this is smelling a little satanic, and I got to say, there's some weird stuff that's been going on that I want to get your take on. Recently, John Podesta. Um, who you'd think after Pizzagate they would have tried to maybe sideline, uh, put a little bit on the in the in the in the cupboard a little bit. That was some bad publicity. But it's like no, no. Not only did they did they remove John Kerry for now. I don't know what they're going to have him do as as UN uh, climate envoy. Very powerful position. But they've put Podesta, Pizzagate Podesta in that position um, of climate yeah. czar of America. Well, what's your take on this? Why would they choose to do this? 
Well, I think that these people like the idea of what what I call a humiliation ritual for our nation. They like to put these people back up there. There's no doubt that John Podesta, in my opinion, had something to do with Seth Rich's murder. Uh, There's also his entire art collection is absolutely disgusting. And nobody would have those those kind of pictures of torture and abuse of children and cannibalism in their homes and offices. Oh, yeah. Him him and his brother, uh, Tony, are, are one. Oh, Quite it's disgusting. Ah. Oh, yeah. yeah, both of them. Um, but the the bigger picture here is what's going on. So so they're saying that John Kerry is now going to to uh, run um, is working on the campaign. I'm I'm most scared because I don't know where uh, Susan Rice is right now, and that's a very dangerous mm-hmm. thing for all of us. Uh, you know, we've gone through her on my show, but um, but as for John Podesta, we have to understand, remember, they pulled John Podesta back into the Obama White House uh, when they re- when they knew that they were going to run Hil- Hillary in uh, 2016, when they kind of brought John Podesta back and to give him a job in the in the Obama White House. Remember, he's a, he's a long term Clinton Foundation, Clinton right hand man, Clinton, you know, secretary, the whole thing so that he's deep in with the Clinton family. And then um, when he's in there, I think he was looking at the transition between um, Obama and Hillary because they had a lot of plans. I believe the pandemic and many other things, including Agenda 2030, they're all in on this. So they're they're looking at that. Then all of a sudden he gets a, a kind of a promotion in 2015 in um, in the Obama regime, which had a lot to do with money. OK, well, that money, I guarantee you, was allocated out to different groups that are connected to the Center for American Progress, his NGO that has been wreaking havoc on the country and let in tandem with the open society, 100 percent in everything they do. You're going to see open society, Center for American Progress, open society, border, Center for American Progress, open society, voting center. For, and that's John Podesta. So. What what is happening now, in my opinion, first of all, he was already running the phony uh, Green New Deal infrastructure bill, uh, three hundred billion dollars. OK, so this is not a surprise, but now they've changed him to this cl- like weird clandestine role. We really never really know what he's doing. To me, this is about fortifying the 2024 election to make sure that they uh, have another Molly Ball fortifying of the election to protect it from uh, the people so that Donald Trump doesn't win. Uh, I think that this is a money laundering operation that he will be running that will have everything to do with making sure that the 2024 election is decided by the billionaire oligarchy and not by the people of the United States. Everything that he's involved in, you just go down. If people just want to go to influencewatch.org, Go look at the Podesta brothers, John Podesta. Just read everything that he's done. People are not aware, I don't think. And then on top of that, you talk about the Pizzagate. Well, on the MelKShow.com resource page, I have all the WikiLeaks. I have I downloaded the whole thing there. Anyone can go look at his emails. To look at his emails and not understand the level of Machiavellian evil this person is it functions in. And then don't forget his very good relationship with Marina Abramovich, who then Zelensky brought on stage when they reannounced the Clinton uh, Global Initiative with John Podesta there at the halfway to Agenda 2030. They bring her right. on stage. So now all of them are involved in the rebuild made, uh, of Ukraine. She was made Ukraine's yeah child safety ambassador. For children. Uh, yeah. Can you imagine? So there's a there's a satanic uh, like you said, there's an element here of of humiliating the people that know, you know, you people that know that what will we do? You know, how about I, I did a whole show years ago was ripped off of YouTube about um, Tony Podesta and his live art 
and art in embassies program. Uh, I would I would venture to say that there's something very wrong with that scenario. A lot of people ask about, you know, Podesta's uh, behavior in Portugal and Haiti, that he was at a lot of things that, you know, he was in New Zealand right before a, a major attack there. He's just an operative of the uh, disgusting, um, you know, honestly, these people are godless people that power by any means necessary, holding on to power for power's sake. And uh, it's 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 a mockery to put him in there. But this is about the election in 2024 and the unscrupulous level that him and his friends, because he's directly tied to, you know, the Democracy Matters people, crew, David, Brock, you know, uh, Norm Eisen, Weissman. They're all, they're all together in this get get Trump. But it's not about Trump. And I keep reminding people because a lot of people said that. Uh, put up that meme or Trump says that they're not after me, they're after you, but I'm in the way. The truth is right now, they're not after America. They're after the world, the Great Reset, the fourth industrial revolution, the top-down totalitarian track and trace surveillance, 17 goals to the end of freedom. And uh, America is in the way. And the American people really need to start looking inside themselves, thinking about who they are, what they are. I keep saying to people, I don't care if you were a uh, you know, a drunk, a, uh, you know, pornographer. I don't care what you were. I don't care if you were a, uh, a doctor and a celebrated humanitarian, whatever you were before this time, right now you can redefine your purpose, your passion, what you want, what you believe in by reinvesting in what meaning uh, life has to you and what you, what you value. Because right now we have a battle between freedom and, and digital slavery, track and trace surveillance, it's one or the other. It's not going to be both. And they have the whole apparatus built. So I don't care what your life was up to now. We're in a tremendously uh, crucial time in America that will be looked and the world that will be looked back on by historians for decades and, and centuries, probably as a time when the people of humanity had to choose their future. And, and people should take that very personally and seriously and realize individual freedom, individual liberty, individual sovereignty. Has, has to matter if if God matters and we are on this planet as equals and we are on this planet with things given by our creator, no one can take away. It's everyone's time to step up and, and redefine who and what they are and what they want to be. Yeah, well said. No, that that's some some good moral, moral righteousness that people need to really tap into themselves, because at this point, like if you're not feeling in morally indignant by the injustice right. that you've capitulated to and that is taking away our future you won't be able to change your identity sufficiently to break out of a passive state of, of consumer consumer mentality which we've been born into right. for far too long and it's, it's made us very soft and mushy and we need to choose yeah. it's a it's a willful thing right which requires that we yeah. like I, I remember myself i used to be really addicted to video games and I, it was only when i started thinking and i tried to stop but i it was only and as many, many years ago, but when I realized yeah. what I was, what, what I was being deprived of and what the intentions were to make this as the, as far as, you know, where did the video games come from? It came from the military industrial complex. It came from the, you know, it, it came from people who wanted to keep society in a state of stupor. So when I, when you could be disgusted yeah. enough by those false pleasures that we were given, now you're free to break those chains and to find higher pleasures that'll give you much more durable satisfaction even if it means, you know, people thinking that, you know, you're uh, you're a, you're a problem maker. You're the person standing up, making people uncomfortable at a town hall meeting. And so some people might not like that feeling, but it's actually much more yeah. satisfying if you're if you're coming at it from a from a place of reason, of knowledge, of truth. And you've done your research and you're speaking with that authority 
of natural law that you're embodying, bam, it's a a totally different world that you're living in and much more satisfying because one person who thinks on that term can do have more of an effect than 10,000 people who are in normie shadow land. Yeah. Moving from moment to moment. Yeah, that's why I'm saying right now is an extraordinary time to redefine your life. If you feel that you you didn't live up to your potential or you were a failure, or you didn't follow the path you wanted or you had a family too young or you gave your whole life to your career or whatever. Right now is an extraordinary time of rebirth and change. And it will go in one direction or another. And you want to be the guy that said, you know, when tyranny was knocking on the door of America, I stood up and slammed that door in its face. And everyone Mm. in America can do that. That's part of the the power that we have. You know, they put up a bill just the other day. Of course, Jamie Raskin and and this Levi Strauss heir, uh, spoiled, entitled guy, Goldman, uh, that are that are two of the people that really hate America. They are full on globalists uh, in our government. They put up a bill to make it um, to add a, a a crime statute about uh, a a uh, an armed militia or you know the paramilitary militias. Three or more people getting together. They don't define what weapons. This is about you know what Thomas Jefferson said. This is about not allowing the people to ever gather and protest the government. It is it is a a total bill like that. I know they're going to push for a total um bill a bill to grab our guns. And anyone can say what they want, but most gun owners in America that are not criminals and have legal guns, uh, they register them and they they are law abiding citizens. It is a big reason that America is still America. And it wouldn't be because these tyrants, they have been, you and I've done many shows, your audience, my audience know all about the founding of uh, the UN and Rockefeller and Kissinger and Brzezinski and, and their games playing out. What's great is that most of them are dying, if not dead. And uh, I mean, the strategists, the real risk, the great risk players, you know, those guys, and they didn't, they dumbed down, you know, the, the poison Ivy league and they dumbed down their kids with it. So they don't have a lot of people coming up under them that are grand strategists that can covertly lead people onto the trains. So right now, everything is there to see if you choose to see it. And what I tell people is go to any one of the octopus of global controls, tentacles, WEF, uh, World Health Organization, UN, UNESCO, NATO, any of them, and put in Agenda 2030 and read what it says. And it says that they no longer believe nation states work. That global problems mean that you need a global governance solution and that basically we're going to have to divide up the world and we're going to control it. And the question is always when you see any of these SDG goals that have have whittled their way into every community in America, the UN Sustainable Development Goals are everywhere and, and the track and trace surveillance is everywhere. Ask yourself who's getting that information on the back end and what are they doing with it? And when you start to really pick up, pick up, pick what this is apart, you start to do get that righteous indignation with like, you're not tracking and tracing my money. You're not going to tell me where I can go. You're not going to say how much climate, I, you know, carbon I use. And that's the big goal. And that's what they're all walking us into. And people have to understand you have to decentralize. You have to be your champion and you have to be the Paul Revere in your community. And you know what? I'm sure Penny Plenty of people thought when he was riding around saying the British are coming, that he was just a nutcase. But you know what? Some people did not. And they're the ones that survived and stood up and saved this country and built it the way that it was. But we're at a 1776 moment. And I don't say that in civil war terms. I say that in declaration of independence terms. So what I do say to people when they say, how can you convince people? I say, read the declaration of independence, sit back and think about if we're still exactly there and who is King George on the chessboard right now. Right. No, that, that's a that's a really good way to to help refocus again on the on the real issue. Um, and part of it, I, I, th- is I think what you've just touched on is the solution to the 
ancient problem of what's more important, like what do we organize society around purely individualism or purely uh, common good? And I mean, we saw that that inability to reconcile this apparent difference has been behind a lot of the problems that the that America's actual enemies within the international deep state apparatus have been capitalizing upon, inducing civil wars, inducing all sorts of points of of America losing touch of its own historic uh, traditions. But you've just touched on it. It's like if you want to be able to qualify yourself as being um, part of a real citizen, well, you do yeah. have to think about having sovereignty, right? Taking personal responsibility. And if you do that, then you're qualified to also have a federal government, which will be held accountable for their actions or inactions. And you can yeah. actually use the power of a federal authority, um, as I believe that Trump had made many efforts to do to a certain, despite the, the, the sabotage, much sabotage yeah. over the course of four years. And that what I think he's, he's demonstrated, he has a capacity in, in however confused a way people might think it, think of it, uh, to do it again, but to go into a, a state of demoralization, fight or flight, where we feel like we have to either just go into a little, little ball and ignore the world, or at the same time, just like rage out against the world, like Antifa or a lot of very frustrated Americans who are freaked out right now about, you know, uh, dictatorship. There's, there's yeah. that, that emotional place is not conducive to what you just described. No, you definitely, no, and it can't be that that's what they want. Cause then they mm -hmm. can call the responsibility to protect and they can call a, uh, believe me, uh, Blinken, Biden power, all of them, they'd be happy as hell for them to, for to go to the UN security council, call a responsibility to protect and say, America was just so out of control, so dangerous. So that we have to, we, the UN's got to solve it. I believe that that's been one of the goals. They've been a value right when Blinken put in that greenfield lady, they started, um, Anna, they started a UN um, task force to analyze America, our systematic racism, our inequality, our, you know, all these problems with America right under Blinken and O'Biden. And, you know, Blinken and them never stopped working. They, they ran the entire same Obama operation the entire time Trump was in office through West Exec and other groups that they ran and clandestine mm -hmm. kept going with the Iran deal and everything else. What we're dealing with is our country has been captured. And uh, the only way to, to save it is for the people to realize, uh, do you believe that this is a country for the people, by the people? If you do, you are the people, you know, and, yeah. and this and the craziest, the worst part is that people still actually believe there's a left and right or a Republican and Democrat. There is absolutely not. The people running Washington, D.C. are the lawfare lawyers that sit above the Department of Justice in the senior executive service or in the think tanks, the NGOs. And the lobbying firms, which should all be illegal, that is legal bribery of our government officials that steals any semblance of a society that is by the people for the people. Lobbying is disgusting and NGOs should get not one cent of grant or tax money from the U.S. taxpayer. And these think tanks, I don't know, they should be completely transparent because you go back and you read Rand stuff or, you know, or the other one, Brookings was very much is very much behind the they're, they're writing papers about the Jack Smith case, how we should do it. What I honestly believe is that the Weissman uh, Eisen uh, Crossfire Hurricane Mueller report team are actually writing all of this stuff for Jack Smith, Fannie Willis, Letitia James, all that. They're passing it down through uh, Merrick Garland out to these people. This is the same team. 
same. It is, the, and it's because they believe that they're the super class, the elites. Remember, the uh, Rockefeller said in his memoirs that we were at a time where uh, an educated, moneyed super class was far more preferable than the auto determination of the people. Well, they think that, and and once you understand that they think that, and and again. All these get out the vote things, they should not be looking at the presidential election. Anyone voting for RFK Jr. and anyone voting for Trump should be getting together to fight to make these elections secure together because they don't want any of the votes to count for RFK Jr. or for Trump. And quite frankly, they don't want any votes to count at all. Because when you look through their paperwork on any of them, even this uh, Democracy Alliance and Fast Forward and all these groups, The truth is they want to muddy the water so much so nobody's votes count because every fake vote is a, a vote that is real being destroyed. Amen. No, that that really is exactly the message that I that people have to take in right now and make this really subjective. Mel, thank you so much. Where can people go to follow your show? Five seconds. Well, they, they better know if they watch you because you're on. Like, Melkshow.com. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Melkay, thank you so much. All right. Take care, everyone. We'll come back to the third hour. Bye, Mel.